This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into the prime to be the role models, dreams, and voices. About to show these boys how we do it. Higher, further, faster, baby. It's not about deserve. I'm not an owl! A girl has no name. There is something supernatural at work here. It's about what you believe. Did I stop on your mom? The Guardian Lemosa. Now on. You do as I tell you. May the odds be ever in your favor. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk about intersectional and inclusive feminism in a male-dominated environment. Hi, I'm Amanda, and with me today is my awesome, hilarious, wonderful, and where has the time gone, co-host, Moni. I mean, big mood, where has the time gone? We're already in the middle of December now, like, what the fuck is going on? Do not approve. I wasn't no. ready now for this year to be over so soon. So it, this year went particularly fast, I think. I don't know, and, I know, I know. And December know. is just... And and Tuesday seems to come around like <laughs> way faster than it should. Like how I, I'm like I feel like there are multiple Tuesdays happening in a week. <laughs> I don't know how this goes, but yes, I have a similar feeling. Um, so after we after we broke up with Wednesday, we're now on the Tuesday, and so yeah, I don't know. It's just weird, and because we're earlier, there's so much all of a sudden, all of a all these what the fuck moments. How are we already here again? And so, yeah, we're here again and Mm -hmm. things. But yeah, it's like, as Gemma says, I can't figure out if it's life speeding up or I'm getting older, all of the above. I think it's probably all of the above. (laughs) I did hear once, and I don't, I've never researched the validity of this statement, but that as you get older, time does seem to go fast because you have more memories. And it's something about like how many years you've lived. So like you have all of these memories in your head um and that's why the years seem to go so fast i don't feel like i have so many memories <laughs> you have like 37 38 years worth of memories where are they gone though where are they when i need them what's They're in happening your butt. are they spent probably they're spent <laughs> on random bullshit that i don't need to remember like the 15 stories that ben well 15 like the three stories that ben always tells those i remember but i don't remember that i put fucking rice on the stove like that's like there, there's a discrepancy here in my ability to remember shit and i feel i just remember all the unnecessary bullshit that nobody needs to remember but the necessary things that are important i don't so mm. <sighs> i don't know Caffeine asks if I broke up with Wednesday Adams, and I would never, because I think she's pretty epic. She is. I have not seen the new Wednesday yet, and I have wanted to, but I've barely watched any TV in, like, the last two months. Which is very, very, sometimes a very good choice. I just started it because I saw people loving it, which Mm -hmm. is shocking. Well... And some people that we know, I saw loving it on Twitter. I wasn't like, I do not fall for something, some rando loves. But, um, but yeah, I think it's actually really nice. I started out with the first episode, then I fell asleep, which I always hate when I fall asleep during new things, because then I need to rewatch something that I already watched. And part of it I already have already seen. So it feels like it just annoys the shit out of me. And often I fall off it because of that, basically. <laughs> and um, so that's why, uh, why I'm just so 
annoyed sometimes and then I fall off episodes. But this time I watched another one later. I watched it again and it's actually really nice. It's really good. Uh, I think you would like it. I, I really, really want to see it. Maybe mm. over like the winter break, I will actually get yeah. some time to watch it. I did because yeah. I think Tom wants to watch it as well, which causes the issue that we have to watch it together. Um, Why does that cause issues? Because he doesn't watch. He watches TV even less than I do. <sighs> and he's also one that just watches one episode and then nothing for. Oh, so exactly. Exactly. Let me watch so, however much I want to watch. I know. I'm like, um, I'm going to have to watch this soon Tom, because like I really want to. <laughs> Um, so (laughs) so i i only get to watch things that i want to watch on my own um like i just finished the new season of one of us is lying and it was fantastic in the way that pretty little liars is was fantastic i don't even know what i don't even know what that is where is that on netflix it's based off of books by karen mcmanus um and it's like a very very bad drama team mystery oh, okay. murder drama maybe that's why <laughs> yeah i um deep sigh i like this this stuff it's pretty bad but it's so good can yeah i i enjoy it i enjoy it in all its badness yeah you need to be aware of the shitness of certain television like you need to like some things you know are shit you still watch them for other reasons exactly exactly, yeah. exactly. like did you ever watch like, pretty little, pretty little liars I don't think I did. I think I tried and then I never got into it or something. I just know it exists, but then I never like actually watched it. So I can't tell you anything about it. It's fair. I One of us is lying. I what I've seen of it. Is like that level of over the top, like far fetched stories. I don't know. It like, and like weaves of mysteries and trying to figure stuff out. Um, it reminds me a lot of it. It's quite good. It's addictive. Cool. There you go. So that's my story. Nice. Today we're here to talk about some something else, so kind of related. Yeah. Um, what are we? T- we're talking about Jennifer Lawrence first and foremost, but we're moving on from there to talk about women in films. Because Jennifer Lawrence almost cancelled over some. Well, and I say that with like exaggeration, mm-hmm. <laughs> but but she got criticised um, for a statement she made. Well, a statement for something she said in said in an interview, and people took that piece out, and then they how fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so during uh, an interview with Variety magazine or Variety Television, um, actors on actors discussion. Um, so she was being interviewed by Viola Davis, who is like amazing. And Jennifer Lawrence yeah. said, "I remember when I was doing Hunger Games, nobody had ever put a woman in the lead of an action movie because it wouldn't work. We were told girls and boys can both identify with a male lead, but boys cannot identify with a female lead." What she says that he. Like, just the last statement, I'm like... Oh, yeah. I mean, like, to be fair, that's kind of true. Like, that was what media critics were pushing. Like, oh, you know, uh, uh, we can't have a woman or a girl in a, in a leading role in an action movie because, like, action movies are for boys. I mean, yeah. it's bullshit. It's not true, like, I but, don't like... Mean, I don't mean that she said that. I mean the general statement of this being, like... That because I know I think that this I also think that this is how it went right that people were were saying things to excuse why there are only male action leads in movies and hardly ever any female leads in movies or women mm-hmm. leads in movies and um, so I'm not I'm not I'm not saying this is bullshit that she said that I think this is true 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, the statement this is the, the statement in itself is bullshit. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Yeah. So obviously, the internet, being the internet, took hold of this and was like, "Oh, Jennifer Lawrence is 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 like telling lies. Like, um, has she not heard of Sigourney Weaver? Has she not heard about?" Uh, I don't even know what else. Like, there's so many, right? So many women in action roles. Um, but I actually found out about this story because I've been living in a hole this week. Um, that <laughs> uh, I, I found out about the story in a Facebook group that I'm in, um, and it was like a meme with Jennifer Lawrence saying that she was the first woman in an action film, and then uh, Sigourney being like, "Hold my beer." <laughs> And, um, <laughs> I mean, I do think that's fun. It was quite funny. Yeah, I was like, and then I was like, what is this even about? Like, what has Jennifer Lawrence done now? Um, yeah. And I mean that with love, actually, because I quite like Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's she's hilarious and I think she's really real. Um, yeah. And I find her relatable because she's so clumsy. And as this yep. statement shows, she puts her foot in her mouth a lot. I I don't that's what that's what annoys me about things like this so much because you see some she's not she doesn't seem like someone let's just say that she doesn't seem like someone who goes through a lot of PR training where people tell her how she needs to talk for people to like she's just going out there saying shit like and stumbling upon what she's saying and making mistakes as she's doing it, right? And if you watch her do it, either it's a really good shtick and she's like really good at acting like that. And that's like all it's something entirely different. But I do think she's, as you say, quite genuine actually and quite clumsy and a bit weird and that just makes her really relatable and so it's just so relatable to say something in the conversation with somebody and then all of a sudden you put the spotlight on it and the magnifying glass on it and then the internet blows up on something you said on a side note that you didn't even have the time or the moment to to elaborate on because it was in within the conversation with somebody else and just the side part of something else that was going on and all of a sudden the internet goes bonkers on you right the internet does what it does best (laughs) yeah yeah uh yeah and i i I think that Gemma's made a good point like i think uh she jennifer lawrence is unscripted a lot and it's both relatable as we've said but also gets her in trouble and it's true because like she says stuff a lot and it's like yeah i would have said something like that too One hundred percent. And then you have the meme brigade, which I love. I love the meme brigade because the mm-hmm. meme brigade brings us great memes and great things. But then they're mm-hmm. all like, make her look exceptionally stupid for saying that in the first place. Yeah, and I think like it's it's not. Um, it didn't help that Variety like that was the clip that they posted. You know, like that was that was the highlight. So it like really highlighted this stupid thing that she said, and it, like made it even more obvious as opposed to like letting the internet dig it out on their own (laughs) which it would have happened anyways but i feel like it was kind of pushed on um yeah pretty like i feel it's also a nice example of how whatever media then decides to publish is like shining a light on something specific right and Mm -hmm. so it just makes feel a bit mean at the same time like why was this necessary for them to highlight exactly that part because they had a however however long that interview went 30 minutes 45 minutes conversation this is the only bit that you um hear from it mm-hmm. so yeah um so jennifer lawrence later clarified her remarks to the hollywood reporter and she said that's certainly not what i meant to say at all i know that i am not the only woman who has ever led an action movie 
What I went meant to emphasize was how good it feels. And I meant that with viola to blow past these old myths that you hear about, about the chatter that you would hear about around that kind of thing. But it was my blunder and it came out wrong. I had nerves talking to a living legend. And I mean, like, if that's not relatable shit, I don't know what that (laughs) is. Like, if I was being interviewed by Viola Davis, I'd be like, I'm really sorry. I just pooped my pants. (laughs) You know, like. I think what we kind of don't realize is often that people like this, like even actors have people that they look up to. Even though you would think, well, you're already famous, you should feel so comfortable amongst other people that are just as famous or kind of more famous than you are or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you th- you put them all in one Hollywood bowl, <laughs> and then you just think they all know each other. And a lot do, right? Mm-hmm. But not all of them do, and that doesn't mean that some of them are not more iconic to you than other people. And I mean, especially also of you, Davis, so epic. Exactly. Just, I mean... Just shit yourself, right? <laughs> right, like you would. I would, and I'm I would. so like if the le- if the if all uh, Jennifer Lawrence did was stumble over her words and not say exactly what she meant, like it, it, it's come out of her mouth wrong because she's like starstruck by the incredible Viola Davis. I mean, like I get that. I forgive that. Yeah. Like we all say things that words come out wrong all the time. Hello. <laughs> Threat says, well, even just coming uh, coming someone you respect in your own professional field, it's intimidating when you're take, talking to someone you look up to. 100%. So true. 100%. Mm-hmm. I remember being really nervous when we had Ben on for the first time, which was equally ridiculous because in my head I knew it was stupid, but I was still excited and nervous to have him on the show the first time around. That changed real quick. Oh, it yeah. changed really quickly. But, but we'd only known but, him for like a month and we were like, oh my God, weeks. we're having a Twitch partner on. Oh, <laughs> Like in hindsight, it's really funny, actually. (laughs) But like low-key, every time we have a guest on that isn't somebody in our immediate circle, I'm like, Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, calm down. Like, be cool. Don't say stupid stuff. Like, (laughs) you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially when you when it's people that you've watched for a while and feel like they are like so huge and like make such impact and then all of a sudden they're on the show and you're like... Well, I've been fangirling about you for fucking years, and it's so good. And it's, like we did with Robin Warren or with Jordan Denae, <laughs> you're just like mm-hmm. uh, just make an absolute twat out of yourself because you're fangirling so hard. Yeah, and, yeah. One of us fangirls totally a little good. bit more than the other one. I have yes, Amanda. You should really look into that. <laughs> I just also have no limit of embarrassment because at the same time I'm like, like yes, I'm really excited and I'm really overly, well, nervous or like just hyped in uh, during that time. But at the same time, I know they're also just people, so mm-hmm. I'm just like, also give, don't give a shit if I'm like I'm all again because I'm not easily embarrassed with, about anything. Except for maybe accidentally mooning someone. That's not something. Anything related to my body, I'm more embarrassed about. But everything else, like the way I act, the way I do things, I don't care. Like, whatever. <laughs> so so this is just one of the things where I'm like, yeah, whatever. It <laughs> might, might look ridiculous, but get over it. Yeah, um, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Obviously, there are lots of women in action movies that have come before The Hunger Games. Um, Not least the Alien series with Sigourney Weaver. Um, Mm -hmm. Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie. 
the Terminator yep. franchise, fran- franchise, fran- franchise, <laughs> franchise, franchise, talking about putting, <laughs> not being able to speak, um, and like the Sarah Connor um, continuation mm. of that Resident Evil. Um, there's so so many. Uh, some one that Tom mentioned, I was like, oh, what's your favorite action w- women in action movies? And he was like, oh, Charlie's Angels. And I'm like, there's another one. Like, and these mm. all came out before the Hunger Games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like. In a way, Jennifer Lawrence's comments were not necessarily, like, incorrect either. Because there is a lot about... There there are very few women-led action movies that are also directed and or written by women. um, Mm -hmm. Whereas The Hunger Games was, um, like, written by Suzanne Collins, or the books were. And I'm sure she was involved in most of the screenplay. Um, the the director was female, and there isn't that many el- that any that many others. I think mm. you know, um, uh, Alien was was an exception, um, but all all other ones tend to have some aspect of the male gaze. Uh, quite a lot, especially yeah. Tomb Raider. Um, yeah. And, and Charlie's, Charlie's Angel is very, like, of course they're all badass, but they're still, like, kind of, like, I feel more, sti- not as serious. You don't take, like, they portray women in action roles less serious because Charlie's, Char- Charlie's Angel is also more comedic, I feel mm-hmm. like. That's at least how I, it's not something that is super serious and the Hunger Games felt more serious too. Like mm-hmm. she has a serious role as a ser- in, because it's obviously a serious situation because mm-hmm. you have to go out and kill other people and everything, right? So, so, so the topic around all this was also more serious, but previously women in action roles didn't feel as serious. Like they were like, Either they were really fucking hot, like like mm-hmm. uh, Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider, or or they were kind of like haha ish more, mm-hmm. including with the with looking really hot because of Charlie's Angel also really hot. Hunger Games was not a comedy where action where Charlie's Angel w- was more more action comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Like, and I think something else that needs to be uh commended with the role as well is like it was a woman in a lead and she wasn't sexualized like she was just a- actually until the end of this the, the hunger games i wasn't even sure if this romance was anything at all because i didn't well, say this at all yeah and i, I mean it the was the romance was really was- secondary but her as a character yeah. like katniss everdeen she was not a sexual character like yeah, she was just yeah. she was just a woman out there surviving and trying mm-hmm. to make change and yeah. as Sorette says as well, it was a teen girl. Um, mm-hmm. So, and yeah, Gemma made, made a good point. Like the romance was part of her life, but it wasn't part of the story. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, like I think it's really important to, to note, like she did have a quite an iconic role in The Hunger Games because it, it was women led, it was women written, it was women directed, and it wasn't sexualized at all. Like the role. Also, I feel it was more made for like more teenage action movie mm-hmm. which also in comparison i couldn't can't th- really think of one like that before like you can't count twilight really because is that an action it's not really it was i don't know what it was romance up front or whatever um and 
and this one felt like for teens more obviously it was very well watchable for adults mm -hmm. as well we could still would, would watch it but definitely also more aiming towards a teen audience Gemma says yeah I think Mulan is the only woman fronted kids teens action movie that I can think of and I mean how or how much earlier was that well and the, the live action only came out a couple of years ago like it was a it was a cartoon otherwise yeah um like it came out in the 90s right so and she plays a man most of it yeah. that's a great yeah. point yeah um mulan came out in 1998 and hunger games 2011 12 about 12 yeah so i mean <laughs> and yeah as Gemma says it's just not like she's portraying him mm -hmm. and Sret so, makes a good point as well that a lot of teen action teen girl action movies were like quite hokey and low budget disney channel films whereas the hunger games was a big block blockbuster true and true. and yeah i mean like I, I can't even think they were hokey like i'm trying to even think of a disney channel one that really stands out to me as like a a teen girl action movie and it's like kim possible but it was hokey it was mm. great but it was like it wasn't this level of like hollywood blockbuster um mm. and the fame that comes along with that yeah what did she didn't get a, get an Oscar for that? She got an Oscar for something else, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the concern um, Long about like women <laughs> in action, women led action movies tended to flop, um, which yeah. then would have like a massive um, like backslide for women led action movies, and then be like, this is why we can't have women in the lead roles. Mm. Oh, 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 oh. Um, which maybe if you had people who would write about of their experience and about the how it works more people would fucking watch it not what you would write because you want to see hot women in short pants making uh making the splits and flying over people you know what i mean mm -hmm. Gemma says and the hunger games were marked was marketed to everyone and i think that's a big deal it wasn't pigeonholed as a girl's movie yeah totally and I there were more agree. people, more female, like more women in it as well. Like it wasn't just like this one, one. The token woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One token leading person. Mm -hmm. There was quite a few women in, in leading roles mm -hmm. or bigger roles in that. And yeah, it did. I agree. Strat says it started a whole genre of teen apocalyptic movies too, not just female led. And totally like I, I think Suzanne Collins did kind of start a revolution of like these teen apocalypse, like uh, um, a dystopian fiction, dystopian young A. I'm, I, I don't know if there was many before her, but I only started reading them after the Hunger Games. Mm. And interesting women villains too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even fully remember. I need to watch them again. I remember really enjoying them actually. Yeah. I enjoyed the films. I, I loved the books. Tom bought me the first one and I think mm. I read all three of them in like, a month less than a month maybe like two weeks yeah. i was just like these are yeah. amazing like they were so good he got me the box set i think that's how it worked but yeah um but like it really did lead on for some something like um the divergent series and the maze runner <laughs> I, I could think of like <laughs> did you like that <laughs> i was i was like thinking of the name of like books three four and five and i'm like but what was the first one yeah <laughs> um and just that that whole genre you know of of things and 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 hunger games did start it so you know maybe she was not the first female action hero 
that's ever existed. But I think mm. that she played an important role in opening yeah. up the genre for women and young girls. Yeah. Shrek says, I love the flip of Peter being the sensitive one and still having Gail uh, bringing the toxic masculinity and Katniss having her own personality separate from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so much... that. I don't know how the books, because I know the books, are, like I had never read them. I think I always wanted to, but never got around to it. I recommend them. They're very good. Yeah. Because in the books, you can obviously read her in a monologue, which you can't in the movie. So I mm-hmm. heard that because of this in a monologue, they're so much more clear on certain areas, whereas a movie watcher, you wouldn't be able to get it. Mm-hmm. Like, as I said, I was never really aware if there was actually some romance between her and Peter at all. Because for me, it felt like something they had to do because of of the situation they were in. Yeah, um, I was always very annoyed because I was like, this. even in the books, I was like, this feels like it's come out of nowhere. And everyone's like, yeah. Team Peta. And I'm like, Gail clearly is in love with us. Lovely. I was Team Gail. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I am in a minority. I, and I know that. <laughs> I didn't like her with any of the two, to be honest. Mm. Because he was, wasn't Gail quite the prick in the end because he couldn't kind of deal with what she was doing and yeah. stuff. And Peter then got the brainwashed and was really into her. And I felt like both weren't right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basically she was oblivious about how men felt about her and that was super relatable to this threat mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean what a mood i can see that um, yeah team hamish never... aren't we all really <laughs> <laughs> i just never fucking get it even with other people i'm just watching mm. it I'm like oh look at that i was team nobody <laughs> yeah team whatever the sister's name was she was amazing yes, she went in for her team just fucking survive yes exactly <laughs> you had a crush on Josh, Josh Hutcherson. Get that too. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he in like this weird? Isn't there the weirdo showed me this that he is in some weirdest fuck series now, which is so, so it's just super fucking weird. He he told I don't remember what it is called now, but maybe I can find it out if I Google. He's in I don't some. Know. I don't. Oh, he played the voice. He was a voice acting role in Howl's Moving Castle. I didn't hmm. know that. I didn't know that either. Anyway, something really weird. He's also heavily involved in Gay Straight Alliance c- c- campaign. Mm. Straight but not narrow. Love that. That's really good, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, um, we love the Hunger Games, <laughs> I think, is, is yeah. our conclusion from this. And even though, like, Jennifer Lawrence may have said something inaccurate, factually inaccurate, I think she is not... T- totally incorrect yeah i think once again the internet needs fucking nuance nuance mm-hmm. future absolutely future and once again it doesn't do it and these things always work because they take all the nuance out of everything and mm-hmm. then you can just make somebody look absolutely stupid and apparently we just love that we just love it when people can be look can look the worst ever or whatever and then then you just can say you can cancel them which nobody ever does anyway really even the people that would deserve it still aren't cancelled. They get TV shows, they get airtime, they get all the place. And then, obviously, we need to attack some woman again for saying something wrong, which, I mean, she's not stupid. She's not actually thinking she's the only one. Maybe there is more to it than she says in, in the moment. But again, we need to be all pitchfork here again and 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 throw everyone 
Yeah, like I don't even know if there was more to her statement than that because that's the only one that's made the news. Like I didn't even know she'd been on Variety Actors Doctors with Viola Davis, like genuinely until this is blown up. So I don't know, like there probably is more of the clip. So yeah, yeah. I can't, I need to watch it. I'm surely it's on YouTube because they're all always on YouTube all the time. Mm -hmm. So at that and because I just sometimes fall into the black hole of YouTube videos and then watch a bunch of celebrity shit. <laughs> because why not? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, it interchanges with a fall into the black hole of Graham Norton replays. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some other stuff that I then find that I can immediately like intermittently obsessive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's what it is really. Yeah, like I, I would say that I'm, I, I'm glad that Jennifer Lawrence clarified what she meant, but I'm also sad yeah. that she had to, um, yeah. that it's been taken totally verbatim, um, as opposed to trying to figure out like, I suppose it's not like our job to figure out what she meant because it's not what she said, so we don't know exactly what she meant. But I don't know, I, I, it just, it's sad that we're in that she had to clarify that. I just think it makes it really difficult. If you, if there is no room for error in anything we say, it makes communication so difficult, right? Because mm. you then start to question everything you say and stop saying things altogether. And I know sometimes it's better to think first before you speak, but that's that also. But sometimes in a conversation, things come out in a way that aren't necessarily meant like that. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's just, that doesn't mean that, I don't know. It's just so difficult if there's no room for error and you can't give people grace at the same time, then it's just, it's just tricky to have a conversation at all. I feel, and mm-hmm. we all try and do the best we can. And sometimes it just backfires a little, but it doesn't mean we have the benefit of not having the media pinpoint us and like put us under a magnifying class and be like well look at what she said again and that's the benefit of not being famous i mean obviously they we would say they have money and they signed up for it and whatever but i'm at the same time i'm like well they're also just people right they're just people who have a job that they potentially love who makes them a lot of money that's unfortunate and that sucks but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 but I still like her. I can't. She's just, she's oh. just such a, she's such a weirdo, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to say that I feel like there's nothing she could do to make me dislike her, um, because yeah. we have, we're always proved wrong when we make a, a glaring statement I'm like so that. Worried. <laughs> um, but at this point, I really like Jennifer Lawrence. I like how yeah. weird she is. I like how relatable and just clumsy she is like her falling up the stairs at the oscars in her massive ball gown is it's like one of my favorite moments in celebrity history because i'm like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh i would do that (laughs) like (laughs) did i am i can't even walk the stairs in my normal shoes let alone in a ball gown with with high heels fuck that honestly when i was wearing my bridesmaid dress and my heels i almost like fell on my ass so many times because the dress was long and the heels and I was stepping on the dress like every time I went up the stairs and and so like I feel this so much like and I know they get dressed up a lot but that still doesn't mean they walk around all day in all this stuff 
Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. It's just put more humanity into interacting with people, I guess. Yeah, I think it's easy to forget that celebrities are people too, um, who who make mistakes and say the wrong yeah. thing and and aren't perfect. Yeah. Gemma says permission to note from the book that you discussed in book club last week, which was Bad permission Feminist by Roxanne Gay. Just to anybody <laughs> who didn't know that, um, permission to not be perfect all the time allows people to be brave. I totally see that. Mm-hmm. I think you get ho- you hold yourself up in a lot of ways because you think you can't do something because other people might criticize. Yeah. 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 says I had one inch heel on during the weekend and almost fell like three times. <laughs> Big mood. <laughs> uh, I, yesterday I just fell down the stairs and bumped my ass because I just slipped with the regular shoes. Oh, so, honey. I, I just don't even, I can't even generally walk anymore. I wear uh, Crocs around the house um, because I've got bad... Uh, feet and the doctor says they're fantastic house shoes and i was like yes house shoes not outside shoes um and i regularly trip on this on the soles of them while i'm walking in them what i trip on my own i trip on my own like on on the shoe while i'm in the shoe it was also crocs where i fell down the stairs to have to say but dangerous. Equally, I also, I also, in my own defense, something from the laundry fell on the floor, and then it, I stepped on it, and because I didn't see it, and then I slipped on it. So that's how it happened. Yeah, um, that would do it. But what do you mean, not outside shoes? I wear my Crocs outside. <laughs> no money. No. If I wouldn't have bought the fucking Crocs at the fucking airport when I went home, I think I would have just killed somebody or myself or something. Fuck this. I was like, I'm surely going to make it home in these shoes, even though I hate them. But then I saw the Crocs with the fur in it. I was like, no, this is it. I'm over this. And Mm -hmm. I threw them in the bin and it was the best two minutes that I had. Um, at the end of this trip, to be honest, it's not to be honest, trip. I wish I did something like that when we were in Amsterdam because I had the worst shoes ever. Seriously, mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I can't even. I can't. Im- I would have bought new shoes if I were you, honestly. I don't know why I didn't. Well, because we didn't really have time to go shoe shopping. I don't even think we passed. A also, shoe we store. didn't live across the shoe store, so it wasn't really like. It's true. Yeah, it's so annoying. Tom says, uh, I have some epic clumsy moments, not just in real life, but virtually too. It's true. I will tell you, um, we have recently gone back to World of Warcraft and we have joined a role-playing server and uh, we were just coming up to this boss and uh, was standing beside Tom's character and I said, um, I think he said, for the king! And I said, for the king! And then we like ran forward and I ran off the side of the staircase and died. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just, I ran forward. I didn't like run to the side. I ran forward and off the staircase and died. And I was like, yep, for the king, death. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for you, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the true, only true sacrifice, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, yep. Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins, myself. <laughs> and you ran off into the edge, into the abyss. That's what you did. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, so man. there we go. I star in my own action movies. 
And I am just yeah. as clumsy. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I would never say I make a good action movie, but at least it would be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You can make a comedy out of it. I know. That. I'm like, I would be a comedy action movie. Mm-hmm. Also, to be, I would not be fit enough for, for an action movie. This won't work. <laughs> Same. Oh, man. Yeah, but be nice to Jennifer Lawrence. That's Stretch just said, Amanda for first ever female action star. <laughs> first ever! <laughs> Me! Woohoo! <Love> that. <laughs> I'm here for that. I'd go watch mm-hmm. it. Yeah, same. Cool. Cool. I think that's fine. We don't need to we don't need to elaborate how much Jennifer Lawrence deserves some grace anymore. <laughs> no. No, we don't. We've said our piece. We have talked about it and Yeah. Exactly. Cool. So if you want more from us there will be one episode again next week before we go into the christmas it's true one more episode and it's our holiday birthday episode holiday episode woo birthday episode woo holiday i have a hat and everything (laughs) (laughs) if you want more more from us you aren't getting it Um, but if you You want more than this you can come and join us in discord where can they do that money geekhearing.com forward slash discord Discord. And you can join us there. I tried it with, with, with wham behind it. Like the whoa, whoa, whoa in my title. <laughs> Still think it's funny. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> okay. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll see you next week for our last episode of Bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekcaring.com. Thank you.